Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. This legislation will be there if Alberta needs it. I remain confident that we will not have to use it, but I'm also making sure that we are ready with every tool at our disposal. I'm an Albertan, and I'm a Canadian too. I want Canada to work. We all do. But let there be no doubt, Alberta will do what it takes to do to see this federally approved pipeline built for the benefit of workers and families. Here in Alberta, and in every province and every territory in our great country. All right, so that was Premier Notley yesterday announcing Bill 12, the Preserving Canada's Economic Prosperity Act, that would give Alberta the tools to restrict the exports of fossil fuels across borders, if necessary. Not something we want to use, she says, but something we're prepared to use if necessary. Well, joining us to explain how this would work, why we need this legislation, very pleased to welcome to the program, Alberta's Energy Minister, Margaret McQuaig-Boyd. Minister, thank you for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Hi. All right, so let's start with the why, first of all. Why do we need this legislation? Uh, Well, you know, we need this um, because we've had a lot of roadblocks put in our uh, way from the B.C. government. You know, it's causing uncertainty in the project and hurting investor confidence, so... Uh, you know, every day there's a lot of money being left on the table, um, you know, in, in not just Alberta, but Canada to the tune of $40 million. So it's about protecting jobs and livelihoods of thousands who work in our energy industry here, and, you know, in Alberta. And it, it's really quite simple. When Alberta works, Canada works. And uh, so this is something we need to do. So what would Bill 12 accomplish? Uh, Well, first of all, it gives us the power to strategically control what energy products Alberta exports and how we export them. You know, it's designed to give the best returns for Albertans. And in terms of what we send to B.C., uh, it it could have impact on prices. But keep in mind, uh, in a a place where affordability is already a major concern, you know, this is is needed legislation. It's interesting because later this week we have a Supreme Court of Canada decision coming down with regard to interprovincial trade. Uh, and, and, I mean, this, this speaks to the question, I think, of, uh, of goods being transported across provincial borders. Is Alberta overstepping its constitutional bounds here? Uh, you know, we've had a lot of um, legal advice on this, and I'm really confident that uh, we, we're on strong ground on this. You know, this gives us the power to control our experts in all directions from this province. And there's nothing in this legislation that targets B.C. Right. But I, I think the, part of the reason we're here is because B.C. is overstepping its constitutional boundaries. So if, if B.C. were bringing in a law that, that said that it could restrict imports, 
How is that different from a law in Alberta saying we can restrict exports? Uh, well, you know, imports are different from the exports. Um, in our trade agreements, it does speak to imports, but uh, we're on solid ground with, um, you know, uh, controlling what we export out of our province. And, and, you know, to be clear, we didn't start this fight, but let there be no doubt we're going to do what we need to to get this pipeline built. So the, the law bestows upon, well, you or, or any energy minister then, the power to, to grant these licenses, which I, I suppose then could be revoked if necessary. What's the process for how things would work if, if and when this becomes law? Well, um, you know, this, this uh, action will help us control, you know, how much uh, product is shipped, uh, either, you know, crude oil, natural gas, refined fuels, like gasoline, diesel, jet fuel, and and, uh, by what means. But all of that, the details are going to be, this is enabling uh, uh, law, but it's going to be in the regulations that all of that detail will be uh, spoken about. Um, You know, and at the end of the day, we're going to be fair uh, with our companies. Uh, I've met with them, and they trust us to be very strategic and thoughtful. while they have questions, they are united with us that uh, we need to take some bold action uh, to get this pipeline built. What are the circumstances then under which this would be invoked? Uh, again, uh, we're going to be strategic and thoughtful on that. Um, you know, we uh, we don't want to really play our cards, you know, in public on this, but I have assured industry that Um, you know, we will act if we need to. But I can give you an example. You know, we certainly could control how much uh, gasoline is shipped to B.C. by rail. Um, You know, that could cause shortages, but, uh, you know, it's something we could do. We could control how it's shipped rather than by pipeline. It could be truck or or rail. And, uh, you know, again, we'll be very strategic, whether it's crude oil, natural gas, refined fuels. Uh, we're going to be very strategic, very thoughtful, and as I've assured industry, uh, there will be no surprises from them. their end. We will be uh, working with them. Right, and, and I, I think broadly speaking, industry supports what it is you're trying to do here. I, I think there's some nervousness, at least among some, though, the potential that this kind of an approach could hurt producers here in Alberta. Yeah, you know, we, um, I had, uh, those are many of the questions and comments when I met with industry last week, but I, I can tell you there's a trust uh, with, with them and us, uh, you know, that we're going to be strategic and thoughtful. I have assured them um, there'll be no surprises, and I've built up a lot of trust, in, uh, you know, in the past with industry. Uh, there's never been surprises. You know, the powers of this legislation, as our Premier said, are, are not, is not something we want to do, but we will do so if it means long-term benefit uh, for the industry and for Alberta and indeed for Canada. And industry understands that. And, you know, it's uh, unfortunate it's gotten to this uh, stage, but at the, at the same time, they and we understand that we do need to take action to get this pipeline built. Uh, the Premier spoke as well, and th- this plays into the point about pipeline capacity, that we would have to prioritize that if there's a limited pipeline capacity, uh, that, that certain products would have to take uh, precedence over others. Is is that the approach here? Yeah, you know, we, we are exper- experiencing a lack of pipeline capacity, so it is important that uh, we look at what we we control what we export, and also we control how we export it. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, you know, uh, we're 
$40 million a day into the Canadian economy is being left on the table. And, you know, those are things that um, that's a lot of money that we could be using for roads, schools, hospitals, social programs, and not to mention the impact on the thousands of jobs here in Alberta that, you know, put food on the table and uh, roofs over our heads. And these are, these are jobs and, and people in our community that are being impacted. So the time to act is now, and, uh, you know, we're, we're going to do everything we can do to get this pipeline built. There, there seems to be, I think, broadly speaking, some, some uh, bipartisan or multipartisan support for this approach. Do you expect that this bill will be passed quickly? Does it need to be passed quickly? Uh, you know, we, we need to not delay it, and it's uh, totally up to the opposition and the legislative process. Uh, we need to, to pass it with reasonable speed, and uh, certainly in the next coming weeks we have to get this passed. Now, as you say, this is meant to be more of a backup plan. What, what, is, what is plan A? I, ideally, how do we resolve this impasse? Uh, you know, well, I think it's... Um, you know, we need the feds to step up and, and act, uh, not just say a lot of nice words. Um, but we also have to be ready, and uh, we need certainly BC to recognize the uh, impact uh, their actions are having, not just on Alberta, but uh, indeed Canada. And, uh, you know, I think this legislation is going to show uh, the urgency with which uh, their actions are, you know, impacting our, our province. So, you know, there's a number of fronts, but, um, you know, our plan A is we, it, it's become, you know, enough is enough, enough is enough situation, and uh, that's why we're enacting this uh, legislation. I mean, if it came to it, I, I suppose then the idea is that this would put pressure on B.C. Uh, it, what if it doesn't, though? If, if B.C. responds, if B.C. challenges this in court, if our plan B doesn't work, where, where would that leave us? You know, I, uh, well, we have this legislation. I, I, I would be surprised if it didn't get their attention. But, you know, uh, we keep the pressure up uh, with the federal government. Uh, I know... Um, they're doing work behind the scenes as well. And, uh, you know, I think uh, at the end of the day, though, BC has to look in their own backyard. And um, I, I think this legislation will help them realize how integrated uh, all of us are with our energy industry. Um, you know, as you're filling up the pumps or heating your homes, uh, you know, there's jobs, not just in Alberta, there's jobs in BC. You know, there's the refinery jobs, everybody who works in. Uh, filling stations and that. So I think uh, this is one of the one of the outcomes will be to show them just how integrated and important uh, Alberta is to this country. All right, Minister, we'll leave it there. Uh, thank you so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate this. Thank you. Good talking to you. Likewise, that is Alberta's Minister of Energy, Mark McQuaid Boy, talking about Bill 12, the Preserving Canada's Economic Prosperity Act. Um, yeah, I like the title. A little added drama for some some emphasis, but uh, point made. 403-974-8255. What do you make of this approach? What do you make of having this tool in our quiver, as it were, if we need it? As you heard the Premier say uh, at the outset, they don't want to have to use this. But they want it there if necessary. Here's a little bit more from the Premier yesterday. This bill sends a clear message. 
We will use every tool at our disposal to defend Albertans, to defend our resources, and to defend the vital public services that working families rely on. This bill will give Albertans greater control of their resources and ensure that our energy sector is able to provide Canada the maximum economic benefit of those resources by requiring any company exporting natural gas, crude oil or refined fuels from Alberta to acquire a license at the Minister of Energy's discretion. Okay, so that from the Premier explaining uh, the rationale behind Bill 12, what it is they're trying to accomplish. I don't think the federal government wants it to come to this. I I do suspect at some level that as much as this is uh, about sending a message to B.C., it's lighting a bit of a fire under the prime minister, too. That we want you to get this done. We're standing by your side as you attempt to get this done. But if it comes to it, we'll go to this. And, And maybe it is the good cop, bad cop routine here in order to put pressure on B.C. But this is ultimately up to Justin Trudeau to solve, isn't it? And by the way, speaking of the federal aspect to all of this, we're going to be joined in studio today by federal conservative leader Andrew Scheer, who is in Calgary meeting with industry leaders. And he's going to be here at 1.30 to talk about where this all needs to go from here and how we got to this point in the first place. But in the meantime, we got some time for your phone calls here. Our number 974-8255-974-TALK. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.